Okay, episode whatever. Road trip to Shang-Chi, the legend of the Ten Rings. All right. Here we go. And uh, according to the trailer, it's Shang-Chi, Ben. Shang? Shang-Chi. Versus Shang-Chi. Yes. Welcome to the Strangers and Aliens podcast. Strangers. <laughs> to boldly say what needs to be said. Would you be a stranger or an alien? Or would you be a strange alien? The truth is out there. I am your father's best friend, Plumber. Superman. Wonder Woman. Heroes. Villains. Captain Picard versus Captain Kirk. Do you think that there's room in sci-fi for God? The very first thing that God did surprise you was that he created something. So we have a creative God. This is Strangers and Aliens Podcast. But of course, you've probably been pronouncing it Shang-Chi for all my millennia. Well, not life, because I wasn't familiar with the character all my life. But yeah, <laughs> ever since you knew about the character, and I have not been—I had not known about this character at all uh, until I started hanging out with you. Okay, so, right. <laughs> so uh, we're on a road trip, and if you're just joining us for for the first ever Strangers and Aliens episode you've ever listened to, that's an uh, episode where we start out with a spoiler-free discussion of what is going to be in this movie as we drive to the theater. And then, as we drive home, we will talk about it with a spoiler-free sitting in the parking lot time, and then we will head home to drop Evan off along with our special guest. And yes, that will be spoiler filled, but you will get a spoiler free review after the movie if you are so inclined to listen to that sort of thing. Yes. I'm Ben. This is Evan. Hello. And then in the back seat is. In the back seat, we have my sister in law, Kira. Kira. She so, says hello. <laughs> try that again. See if there's anything on the waveform. So, all right. Say it, Kira. Hello. So it, might, it might be picking you up. Yeah, we'll, okay. we'll still repeat what she has to say, but we only have two microphones. So. Yes. And we and we're on. We got cool headsets now. We got the headsets. That's right. Yeah. So I don't have to strain my arms passing the microphone back and forth between the driver's seat and the passenger seat. I'm a little concerned about your volume, though, just from the the waveform. But well, uh, why don't I bring it down a notch, Ben? <laughs> and I'll just talk uh, like I'm on PBS. A little more calm. Well, yes. A well, more we're NPRish. Yeah. Yep. Oh, that something yeah. fell. Yep. All right. So. <laughs> So we are driving to the theater to go and see Shang-Chi yes. and the Legend of the Ten Rings. <laughs> and this is going to be a very interesting movie. This is uh, another new character for the Marvel Cinematic Universe with definite ties into old characters of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. That's right. So tell me, you had already mentioned that you hadn't heard about the character until you started hanging out with me, but... What did you know about the, what do you know about the character now? Nothing. Well, okay. Well, <laughs> I know he's a character. <laughs> I know he is probably I think the very first Asian character in Marvel. I Asian American say character. First. No. I don't think it's the first, but it might be. Or at least the maybe the main first character? that had his own title. Yeah, okay. that's possible. Um I'm much more familiar with Iron Fist and these guys seem to be on the same kind of wavelength of 
characters. They, they definitely had team ups. Comic wise anyway. Yeah. yeah. Um and uh I have seen the Iron Fist show. I enjoyed it. Nobody else liked it, but I I enjoyed it. And uh yeah, so and I do know a little bit about this movie that it is tied in to some other previous Marvel things. Sounds like you uh, just picked up some rings. Yes, my <laughs> my text message alert is the Sonic Ring Collection sound effect. So, absolute ringtone. <laughs> so, yeah, Shang-Chi is an interesting character. Definitely part of the uh, 70s. Very much a, a piece of the, the 70s. When you had Iron Fist and Power Man, who were both coming out of kind of that... Um, the pulp movies that were of the time, you know, with the black exploitation and then the Kung Fu movies of the time. Mm-hmm. And, and Shang-Chi was a part of that, but Shang-Chi also has some very deep ties to uh, pulp fiction from the early years of the century. So Shang-Chi in the comic books, I'm going to say that name wrong just because that's always the way I've said it. Okay. But <laughs> in the comic books, he is the son of Fu Manchu. Okay. And so Fu Manchu is actually a novel series, a uh, pulp fiction character, villain that was always in the background, um, uh, character that maybe not at the very beginning of its uh, existence, but as time went by, was very much a uh, controversial character. Right. Uh, death, it was a, um, what do they call it, the yellow peril kind of thing, oh, where yes. it's uh, Asian bad guys, and <laughs> written by a white dude who... Uh, According to something I read recently, uh, asked a Ouija board where he would get his fortune. Oh, my God. And the Ouija board said China or China Man or something like that. And so this he started writing this book series and it was popular for a time. Um, that is super creepy. Yeah. Yeah. And so it was a book series. They did they did a movie serial. They did a couple movies. Usually the character's played by a white person in makeup, mm. which also adds to the controversy. <laughs> not great, not great. And was, as a character in the comic books, uh, there hit a point where they did not have the rights to use the character, so it became kind of... You're uh, talking about Fu Manchu? Fu Manchu, oh, yeah. uh, where they were using the character, I think they had permission in the 70s, but then I'm not sure if the rights lapsed or what, uh, so it made it difficult for reprints of the Shang-Chi comics from the 70s because they didn't have the right to use that character. Similar to like the Godzilla comics that they did where they got permission to do one reprint of those comics and then we'll never ever see those reprinted ever again because Toho and Marvel just aren't working together. Mm. And uh, similar to other like toy, uh, toy properties and that sort of thing. But yeah, so that's what makes this kind of interesting is knowing all that about the father character and just how it kind of this controversy, controversial thing. Um, this from the trailer, I'm seeing that this is about family. Yeah. (laughs) Seems like the bad guy is definitely, or the father is definitely a bad guy. Yes. I don't know if the bad guy of the movie is the father, but, um, Um, it's seen. Yeah. So, what what do you like? So I know that this movie is tied in with uh, Iron Man, Iron Man three, and the Incredible Hulk, and that's all I know from the just from the seeing the trailers. Yeah, yeah, and well, that it's interesting because you had Iron Man. They bring up the Ten Rings and talk about the Ten Rings, and everyone's like, "Oh, that's that's the the Mandarin." Yeah, is the character from that, and then they 
they say, uh, okay, well then in Iron Man 3, we get the Mandarin and Trevor. it's Trevor, <laughs> Ben Kingsley. And I can't remember, were you a fan of that? Yes, I was. Twist? Okay, yes. So, so am I. I know there's a lot of people <laughs> who are not a fan of that because it meant they turned the character into something that was a little bit more of a joke. But I really appreciated that because they were trying to, in my thinking, they were trying to take this thing that, again, it's this controversial thing where they're it's racially insensitive at best. Let's put it that way. And they uh, were trying to switch it up. So it's like, okay, well, we're going to use that name, but it's going to be this just idiot. <laughs> and, <laughs> and it's not even really, you know, he's not even really a part of things. And the Ten Rings may not even really be a thing. Uh, but then they did the the one shot. And this is where I... Yes, I, which I, they just released on Disney+. Plus. It's the only one shot on Disney+. Plus. I, I really wish there were more. Yeah. But they released that one shot. And that one shot, just basically, if you haven't seen it, in in a nutshell, the real Ten Rings is not happy that Trevor did what he did, yeah. and so they're gonna take care of business. And they can't kill Killian, so they're gonna kill him. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I mean, Trevor was part of it. He was. He may not have known exactly what he was getting into when he took the acting gig, but <laughs> oh, man. yeah. And so they retconned it in that one shot, giving them. I think in some ways just trying to smooth things over with the fans who were upset. Right. Giving themselves an opening to come back and I never thought they'd use the opening. Though. Right, yeah. And and they're using the opening which here. Which is nice. Which is yeah, nice. Yeah, this is absolutely the 10 rings because it's in the title. Another interesting thing about this is this movie would in all likelihood have been Iron Fist if not for Marvel TV and Marvel movies hating each other. I don't know. I don't know because what's what's good about this movie is, you know, a, a, a big complaint about Iron Fist is you have this kung fu movie, but it's a blonde white guy. Yeah. And this movie now, because they're using this character who is actually Asian, is actually a movie that has a cast and crew and director, and they're able to similar to what they did with Black Panther, just kind of say, okay, hey, here's the character, um, you do it how you want to do it. I'm really hoping that we're going to get a really just a cool Kung Fu movie. And yeah. Um, but wouldn't you say Iron Fist was the more visible Kung Fu Marvel character? Yeah. Yeah. yeah definitely. So I think but, if the Netflix things hadn't have happened, they probably would have gone with that. I don't know because, well, at the very least they would have still tried to team him up with power man. Yeah. You know, cause that's the, that's a, that's a really famous duo. Right. So, um, okay, we've been talking a lot, but we got someone in the back seat who has not said a word, and we're already in the parking lot. So can you hand yeah. your... Take it, Kara. All right, because I want to hear what she is expecting. I don't I don't know anything about what you know about MCU movies, so I don't know if you're, like, super deep into it or just minor fan or what, but... Um, I, I what... would say that I'm I'm a ambassador. I at, at the beginning, I was trying to get people to go with me to all the movies uh and finally at the avengers it just struck me so much that i i took entire carloads of people to the <laughs> drive-in theater uh and and made them <laughs> made them enjoy themselves uh but as far as the shang chi movie or shang chi which we'll we'll, we'll, we'll learn which sure, way yeah right uh i'm excited to see if this rings in a in our minds in a different way sort of like black panther did it was so um refreshing to 
take a a very different look at what we could imagine that our world could be. And I'm wondering if they will do the same thing with this movie or if they'll take the traditional um, Asian or Asian American um, martial arts type movie look. So it's a, it's an opportunity and I, I won't be disappointed one way or the other, but it's a, uh, I'm excited. I'm hoping for some throwbacks to like Kung Fu movies of the seventies and eighties. Like the, I'm just, I, not that I want the whole thing to be that way, but I'm hoping for some throwbacks to that just because that's so cool. and <laughs> So much fun. I'm hoping we see Jimmy Woo because they're in San Francisco. That's where oh, based, yeah. You know? yeah. Um, and I, uh, I like Aquafina. I think she's funny. So. She was in Ocean's 8. Yes. Yep. Yeah. So and Jumanji. My, my kids were just kind of like, Aquafina, is that really her name? And I'm like, yeah, it is. She was in Ocean's 8. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember her. So... <laughs> uh, Okay, okay, so we're going to go into the theater, and we will find out if it's going to live up to our expectations. All I want is a fun movie. That's really all I want. Yep, yep. And I want it to be better than Black Widow. And I want there to be, like, because I love how they put awesome special effects in here, but I do want to see some, like, legit awesome kung fu stunt work. Yeah, yeah. Oh, at least wire work. You know, they can use the special effects. Not wire work. I want Jackie Chan stuff. You want both is okay, what you want. Sure. yes. Yeah. Okay. No, because you, you put those both together and you get some cool absolutely, stuff. Absolutely, absolutely. But like with Crouching Tiger, it's like all firework. Or it's like over-the-top firework. Yeah, and it's yeah. awesome. And, but I don't want that for this movie. <laughs> I want firework. It's like, a certain yeah. tone. <laughs> so Okay, anyway. we're going to turn things off here and head into the theater. And when we come back, we will be sitting in the parking lot for a brief period where we're going to talk about the movie spoiler-free. So Okay. Hit stop. We shall see you then. Goodbye. And we're back. And uh, Evan, you want to do a sound check real quick? Testing. One, two, three. All right. And Testing. One, two, three. Okay. So we're hoping that she sounds okay. But we're here. <laughs> we're back in the car. And uh, we're wearing headsets. But Kira's Evan, in the back seat. Uh, Evan moved his headset back toward Kira. And I think we're, we're okay. So this is all spoiler free, though. We cannot spoil anything. Okay. And uh, But here's what I will spoil. And that's my letterbox rating. Okay. Of this movie, I gave this for me the rare five stars. I saw that. I thing. gave this movie five stars out of five. I saw it. That is rare. I do not, I I don't know if I'll change that later, but this is just like my. The only other one I remember you doing that for is King Kong Skull Island. I didn't give that five stars, you did, did I? On oh, the ride home, you did. It's not, it's, that's been changed okay. then. <laughs> <laughs> I better check. No, I gave that to Alien. Okay. I know. I know. I've given Alien five stars, and five, four and a half is where I'm like most of the. If it's good, good, good. I love it, love it, love it. Four and a half. Yeah, but it has to be like pretty much the perfect movie for five stars. For five stars, yeah. and I am not gonna lie. I felt like this was pretty much the perfect movie. Nice. High yeah. praise. Yeah, yeah. Just the is like my kind of action, my kind of humor. It just hit every note, nice. and I was just drawn in, enjoying myself. Um, get a little emotional. Didn't cry like it did at Bill and Ted's, but yeah, yeah. So you two, it's your turn. Kira, uh, do you have a star rating? I don't believe in star ratings. Uh, just kidding. Get I, off I our really show. Don't. I, I enjoy myself. <laughs> no, you don't. That, that you is... don't kick her off because she, <laughs> that is wrong. Uh, but no, I I I enjoyed myself, and I agree that everything was there. Um, the there will be something for everyone except people who can't read 
yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, every the the CGI was as it needed to be. Like it wasn't oversaturated. It wasn't overcolored. It wasn't overused. And uh, the story fit along with everything. And it, I, I, I don't know the comics, so I don't know if it did justice to that. But it, it um, yeah, it was a very fitting movie. I, I also did not cry. <laughs> no, no, I did not. Star rating? No star rating? No, st- no you, I don't. I got a hazard, I guess. All right. All right, for me, solid three stars. Really? Solid three. Three. Yeah, sure which is. Means it's not bad. No, no, it's an MCU movie. Not it's bad. Not bad. Uh, wow, interesting. Where'd you put it on your ranking? Uh, for all of the MCU movies. Okay, so this is where, I, when I was sitting next to you, I uh-huh. said, I can't believe what I just did on, on Letterboxd. Uh-huh. Because I also had to add in a couple extras. I didn't have Black Widow on there, and I didn't have uh, Endgame even. Uh, Spider-Man wow. Far From Home. I'd, yeah, so I had to add four movies, including this one. Okay. And this took the number one slot. In your ranking? It did. Wow. It did. That is it did. Crazy. Now, again, that might change if I ever like come back to this and say, well, okay, this is not a five-star movie. It's a four-and-a-half-star movie. That might get bumped down because number one used to be winter soldier and number two is black panther okay and number three was dr strange and number four was infinity war okay and so yeah i I, wow i know i know but i was just like it just there was not a moment where i wasn't wasn't going along with it so i don't i don't know what our count i've got 25 movies on my on your mcu yeah on my mcu list so i might be missing one i that's what i was asking like I, yeah, you got Captain Marvel on there. Yeah, yeah, it's it's down. Okay, or do I? Maybe I don't have Captain Marvel. That might on be here. the one. Uh, but so, Shang Chi or Shang Chi is number twenty of twenty five for me. Mm. Not not up there, but it's like I said, it's still an MCU movie. It's well, still a the, good movie because that's what's so interesting like is like uh, Thor Ragnarok is number seventeen for me. Out of 24, 25, but I still really enjoyed that movie. Right, yeah. Like that's the that's, that's like the thing. Star Wars, and even Thor, I really enjoyed that movie. Uh, Iron Man Two is down there at number twenty three, and number twenty four is The Incredible Hulk. And then I'm not sure what will really? happen. Yeah, oh, I like The Incredible Hulk. I do too. I like it too. And in fact, I really want to rewatch it because of uh, of What If. But yeah, Incredible Hulk is above Shang Chi by five for me, and. Uh, but Iron Man 2 is at the bottom. It's at the very bottom of my yeah. list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even that one I enjoy, and I would right. go back and rewatch. Yeah. But yeah. Of Justin Hammer. We need some more of him. <laughs> we got more of him. When? In the um, All Hail the King one shot. I just watched that today. I didn't see him. Post credit. Oh, we got to go back and watch the post credit, Kara. <laughs> It's not that great. It's just like two still, seconds. Still, I and, want him to come back because he's at the prison. Still, he threatened like Pepper Potts, and we need to we need to find out what happens. Anyway, okay, so okay. we just we've done our star rating. We have, and now I, I guess the question is like, who do you recommend it for? Um, and and yeah, do you recommend it? And who do you re- recommend it to? Okay, so and and I do. I recommend it to anyone who likes. Well, I feel like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. There's a lot of that vibe in this, and yep. it's just the thing about Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Ang Lee, who directed Hulk, right. not the Incredible Hulk, but directed Hulk. Um, I was so excited about Hulk because of the just the beauty of his action scenes in Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Yeah, 
she wasn't there in the Hulk. <laughs> but, well, but they were still awesome. They were. The they ones were, you but, could see. Yeah, yeah. But um, <laughs> but this this really captured that where you had like some real there's choreographed action and there was some wire foo going on, but then there was also obviously special effects. But it all was used together to tell the story. Yep. And some of those moments were just brilliant and beautiful. And yeah, and there's some good theme stuff going on. I mean, it just I think that this is if you want an action movie. That's an MCU movie. Got some humor. Got some. I mean, like I said, there's some theme stuff going on. We can pull it out. Is it a weak connection? Probably. Mm. Maybe. Except for the one time when they outright say, hey, here's something that's thematic. (laughs) (laughs) Remember this, kids. Um, But yeah, that's. I I would. Yeah. Anyone who likes this kind of movie, go see this movie because you're going to get more of this kind of movie. So, like the MCU, go for it. Yep. And like exciting action, go for it. <laughs> if you like awkward humor, go for it. Yep. So. I would agree with all of those things. All right. So that yeah, that's who I'd recommend it to as well. It's a it's another great entry in the MCU pantheon of entries. Yep. Yep. So probably don't take your kids that can't read for themselves if you're in the theater, but yes. probably a good watch at home. Or if they don't know all their human anatomy yet. There was one. Okay, (laughs) this isn't as bad though as the Spider-Man. No, it's not. For uh, a homecoming one, where he he brings up porn and just I'm sitting next to a seven-year-old. I'm sitting next to a seven-year-old who turns to his mom and says, "What's that mean?" You know, and it was just like that's as soon as he said it, I'm like, I can't bring my young kids to this because they're going to ask me. And then as I'm thinking it, the seven-year-old is like asking about it. And as I was, I was actually thinking about that scene today and thinking to myself, you know, it's, it's different than, okay, so I have a family where in my family, we talk about anatomy by its real name, but also by the cutesy name. We do both right. in, in the next breath, you know? And so we won't have a problem with this one. Right. Although <laughs> for a little while, one of my children um, got upset when we were talking about different colors and someone brought up the color magenta and he thought... <laughs> They were talking about anatomy. Ah. Uh. <laughs> and so, but this is where, okay, now, yes, yes. that word does get, and, and I bring that up just so I can bring up the word without saying the word. We we use all of the correct names, never the cutesy names. And uh, so that, that some of my friends who visit and overhear my children talking about stuff, sometimes they can't handle it. I think it's like, oh my goodness. You know, but here, here's the thing. The reason the reason we use both is because there is a very, I don't know, my, I might get too much into, uh, I don't know, philosophizing about this, but there's there's the sacred yeah. to the human body. There is the practical to mm-hmm. the human body. And then there's the hilarious to the human body, yes, you know? Yep. And so when we're talking about, you know, America's Funniest Home Videos, we're going to use the, the, the funny words you know, and <laughs> when we're talking about, um, Hey, Oh, you're hurting there. Okay. <laughs> Tell me where it hurts. You yeah, know, yeah, 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 so yeah, yeah. so go, to go all the way back, maybe 13 and up. Um, yeah. I'd recommend. Um, and so anyone who enjoys MCU movies, even if this is maybe the first MCU movie you've seen, it'll be fine. So yeah, it will be fine. If Absolutely, it's the first one. yes. You, there'll be a couple of things you might not quite understand because you don't have the history. 
but you will totally understand yep. because of the context. Very accessible. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. You could walk into this movie having never seen or even never even heard of. Which is something that um, keeps people away sometimes when they hear it's an MCU movie and they think, oh, I've got to watch 25 movies before <laughs> I go into this one. And it's not true. For this one, you can walk in. Yes. And for others, you can just watch Marvel Legends on Disney Plus. And they'll give you the recap. Yeah. So that's that's our spoiler free. Is there anything else you want to add spoiler free before we put the car into gear? The car's already running, but I don't think so. Not for me. Can't. All right. <laughs> it was fun. I'm excited. I get to go to one more time. I'm going tomorrow with uh, the kids. We're going to walk to our local theater that had the her- horrible sound for Kong versus Godzilla. The sound wasn't great in this theater either. No, it was crackling yeah. a lot. I noticed it first when uh, when Aquafina's mom was talking, and you're just like, "Wait, am I hearing a crackle?" And then later on, it was a certain tone. Yep. Yep. All right. So we're gonna s- play the uh, spoiler, spoiler organ, organ yep. and then we are going to put the car into gear and get going. All right. Here we go. Spoilers. 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 All right. And we're off. I really enjoy your spoiler organ music. <laughs> yes. It's inspired uh, by Monty Python. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ben. Yeah. It's a five-star movie for Ben. It, it was. <laughs> I'm sitting there thinking, I, am I going to do this? Am I going to – I'm going to do this. I'm watching – and because even the climax where it's, it's just flying on you know CGI dragons. And yeah. It was cool looking. I, I did it. My takeaway is it is now time for the Dragon Ball Z movie to happen. Because we have the technology. We have the technology. (laughs) This is the proof of concept. It can be done. I, bringing in another anime series, I (laughs) thought it was fun that they just drove in. First, they had to drive through uh, Pokemon World. Um, The nine tails on there. Yeah, yeah. Well, and just the the look of the the creatures, uh, not just the the, the nine tails, but the the (laughs) Morris creatures and... I mean, I'm not an expert on Chinese mythology by any stretch, but the imagery that I'm seeing reminds me of Chinese mythology yep. that I know about. You know, and they're clearly drawing on that with the lion creatures and the the dragon, uh, and then you have the just disgusting soul grabbers or whatever, yeah. and, and they look so gross. And um, yeah, just just all of those bits, it, it all just fit together and and really really worked well for me. Um, and that's one of the things I love about the MCU, and it's something that was really brought to my attention watching this, was I love how they they take all of Earth's mythology and they're like, yeah, it's based on real stuff. Like, mm-hmm. uh, these lion creatures aren't based on the Chinese myths. Chinese myths are based on these interdimensional lion creatures, you know? Yeah. I like yeah. that. Um, and, and, and then that goes back to Asgard, and it goes back to some of the black Panther stuff and like you have all these different uh, cultures and, and there's room for it all and it all fits. Um, So is the one who dwells in darkness, is that a, 
villain. Going to have to look that comics. one up because yep. I don't know. <laughs> Certainly feels like it could be. Uh, there was a number of times that I was wondering, oh, are we going to get Fing Fang Foom? Exactly. That was, <laughs> one of, that was one of the things that disappointed me. Like I wanted a, a named Marvel villain, you know, to be yeah. the thing I mean, unleashed. Actually, though, that was kind of MCU'd into the uh, – uh, I think I needed to turn Fing there. Fang Foom was MCU? Into Iron Man 3, someone had a dragon tattoo. That oh, was yes. kind of yes. <laughs> reminiscent of that. So. <laughs> um, okay. I, I love Aquafina in this. She's great. And I'm really glad that apparently she and Shang-Chi are a package deal for the new Avengers. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> well, and, and, you know, she's in some ways the guy in the chair. Yeah. You know, um, Hey, she shot an arrow. She did, yeah, and, and shot hard. it very well. Yeah. yeah, and I was wondering if if her character is like a superhero that happens later. You know, like we sometimes get teased, but I don't know if that's anything. Um, and uh, yeah, she had some hilarious moments. Very funny, and she kind of grounds the movie into the you know our modern day twenty first century America context. Oh. No, I was really impressed with the the way they dealt with the family situation, uh, where the father you think is the bad guy all along, but when you start to slow down and see it from his perspective, he has like a legitimate love and a legitimate reason for what he's trying to do. His activities are not advisable, but it's still <laughs> like it's it's it still gives you a reason to kind of redeem him in your mind, uh, and I that was not often done yeah i went i had a lot of back and forth about the dad of course he starts out the movie and he's an evil dictator who's like taking over the world and then he goes and falls in love and you're just like how is she falling in love with him when he's this evil dictator guy i mean he's not a dictator but he's like doing a lot of evil stuff yeah and so then you see later on oh there is a genuine love and not only that he's changing like she the relationship he had with her was legitimately changing him to be a better person. Yeah, and to be giving up everything. That he, he, had he done. yeah, all the all the conquering he had done, all the power that he had accumulated, all of the evil he had done. He was trying to change and be a different person. And play dance, dance revolution. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, he, he turned into a regular dad even. Um, but then, the at the beginning of the movie, you're seeing him as this conqueror. And then you see him as the guy who's running things right now with the Ten Rings, and it's bad news. And you put those two people together, and you're like, how did she fall in love with him when he was bad, and now he's bad? And it turns out, oh, it's because he wasn't in the middle. Yeah, in the middle. Yeah. And and they, they fill in that, that blank, and that was just really, like, to me, okay, this is this is nice. This is kind of... I don't know. There's there's two kind of nice, good love stories in this as well, with the the, the mom and the dad, and then <laughs> Shang Chi and Aquafina. Yep. yep. Which was not the overt purpose of the story plot. Yeah. I appreciate. Yeah, yeah, me too. And I, I also appreciate that they didn't like kiss at the end, but you can still tell like they're gonna get together, or they are kind of. There's something together. there for yeah. sure, and and there kind of was early on, you know. And when will you get married? Yeah. You know, it's like no, we're just when friends. Just life partner vibes. Yeah. Their bros could be 
Yeah, I think there's I think there's some romance going on. I think that they were both not doing the romance thing because they didn't want to ruin the friend thing. Yeah. And it's there. And then, you know, this is just they're in an extreme situation and extreme situations bring out emotions and Yeah. So and that was another thing that disappointed me was the Mandarin in this because he did he wasn't as Mandarin y as the comic <laughs> books. <laughs> well, but he wasn't the Mandarin. He was basically the man. He was, That's who he's supposed to be. No, it's not who he's supposed to be. That's who he's supposed to be. He, no, he is supposed to be... It's Actually, he is supposed to be Fu Manchu. They just changed the name. But that's very much the character of Fu Manchu with this kind of in the shadows, uh, sending out people, having having thugs to do his dirty work. Um, that's, that's very much Shang-Chi's father from the comic books. So they gave him ten rings, they gave him uh, the Mandarin's gimmick, and then they give him the whole. Well, uh, they they called me an orange, and yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, then yeah, and I do like how like the way that uh, Killian and Trevor interpreted the ten rings is like finger rings, but then you see the legend behind it, and it's these crazy wrist ring things, or, or otherwise known as bracelets. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the legend of the ten bracelets doesn't sound as cool. Yes, you're right. You're right. But I, I think it's neat that the Avengers are in on this, and they're like, "What are these things?" And it's sending out a signal. What could that and be? Setting for? up the sequel. Yeah. But the interesting thing was the whole um, not Shang Chi or Shang Chi will, re- will return, like they've done. You know, Iron Man will return. It right. was it was the Ten Rings will return. Yeah. Very <laughs> interesting. That is a good point because then it might just cross. Shang-Chi uh, franchise, it might be a setting up, this is what um, this phase, or next couple of phases is all about. Well, I'm sure it'll be, there'll be like a constant, kind of like Hydra was. Like Hydra's always Maybe. in the background, they're always cameoing in the different movies. They're not the main focus, but they're there and they're causing trouble. Um, I'm really curious if, uh, I'm really curious if they're going to show up in, you know, some of the Disney Plus stuff. Oh, yeah. Or, you know, how's that going to all work? Because, you know, we had uh, a post-credit in another movie that's basically setting up a, a Disney Plus subplot or plot. I don't know if it's going to be the primary plot of what's going on, but... Uh, yeah, it's... Oh, the black in Black Widow, you mean? Yeah. 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 Hmm. You're right. Uh, I, and I was a little bit surprised by the turn at the in that in that post credit scene where we see that his sister really is she's not shutting things down she's ramping things up yeah and and making it more gender equitable you know they're yeah. and they're letting women try punk train. rock yes yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they were adding solar power it looked like they had guys up on the roof adding solar panels nice. to one of the buildings there <laughs> nice so also more environmentally friendly yes. friendly yes it's a very liberal setup, you know, if you if you think about it, solar power, they're all wearing masks. I mean, this is this is AM Talk Radio's greatest greatest enemy here. It's to me it's low rent TV League of Assassins. Right. Raz no, that's, that's the now you're merging into the Marvel DC uh, comparison. Yes, I am. So, I don't know that that's fair. <laughs> Life's not fair, Kira. Well, <laughs> there is. Be a lesson to us all. Yeah. 
the dragon was awesome. I like that dragon, especially when he's under the water, and like he, the water's all murky, and then all of a sudden you see him in there. That was so cool. I love that. So the way he was the dragon, the way the dragon was able to resist his life force being sucked from him, like, and and you saw the way that everyone else got their life force stolen yep. to feed to the the dark thing. Yeah. Um, the Jabberwocky. I mean, that just made him so much more powerful to resist that. Yeah. Um, that was another thing that uh, a nick on the movie for me was the uh, once they got into that you know, the other dimension the fan, the fantasy world everything was just really ill-defined like all casually were meant, no like casually were mentioning oh they steal souls. What? Now souls are a thing? We don't bother to explain See, that that's whatsoever? The, that is a question man because what comes up from that question is okay magic is just science we don't understand. Well what's the soul? So how is yeah, this working? Exactly. And not only that yeah they're, they're not only pulling out souls but it's like powering the dragon and yeah there's there is definitely some questions and you're right it does become ill defined but because to me, watching it, it becomes the fairy tale. You suddenly you're you're kind of moving from the 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 fantasy movie into the fairy tale movie, and it's it's just again it's it's gorgeous. You the music just took me away, yes. and the, the visuals went along with that, and it just yeah it just carried me away the way a good movie you would hope a good movie would. Well, here's hoping like in like it, with Asgard. It'll get fleshed out a little more, and we'll get a little bit, you know, a more defined uh, mythology or world building for it. Because, yeah, it was just kind of like, whoa, okay, we're doing all these concepts. We're just going to take them for granted, take them at, you know, at face value, and just roll with it. Yeah. So, yeah. one of the thematic themes that I liked was, um, first of all, I liked what they did with the dad, like we were talking about. But then you have this moment where the mom is saying. Uh, a flashback moment where the mom is saying, you are, you know, there's, I'm in you, your dad is in you. And now I need you to take what we've given you, your legacy that we've given you and you need to make it yours. Yeah. You know, and that's something that as my kids are growing up and as I'm watching them grow up and and watching them, you know, two of them in college now, um, my youngest in fifth grade and the other two in high school. And you're just looking at this and you're just thinking, boy, I just hope that, as they're, you know, as they're growing up, that they are taking these things that we're le- teaching them and they are holding it close to their heart and they are, you know, letting that guide their path. And, um, and, but they're making it theirs, yeah. you know, and, and for the most part, it, it does seem like that. Some, some days, obviously it doesn't, you're watching your kids and you're just like, my kid knows better than this, but they're still just going to harp on the fact that someone made a piece of toast and didn't eat it. And now the other one's going to yell at them for leaving on the counter. You know, just like, this is the stupidest thing ever. And that didn't really happen. So my kids can't get mad at me for telling a story that about them. Right, it's not, right. it's very nonspecific. I was trying to make something up. Okay. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just the kind of thing where you're, you're just hoping, okay, are they going to make good choices? Are they going to do the right thing? And, um, and then they visualized it where you have, the the good guys with their reddish energy power and the bad guys with their bluish energy power yeah. and when dad's wearing the rings they're blue and when shang chi took control of the rings his rings were orange 
or yellowish, which orangish, whatever. Well, that makes it more like the comics costume because it's red and yellow. But the point is, he he <laughs> takes it's a new color, yeah, you know, exactly. and it's it's more like his mom's coloring, his mom's family color. Yeah, and, and like, then he starts using the rings like his mom would move. Right. So it's like taking here's the dad thing, here's the mom thing, making it his own. And that's another thing, like when. <laughs> When he starts fighting with the rings, it's like, man, he learned to use those real quick. Like he's running on top of them, you know, on yeah, yeah. top of the dragon and stuff. Like it's really cool. But but again, it's the, it's you're, <laughs> you're, it's the fairy tale. You know, a fairy tale is different from a, a fantasy. Fantasy, you know, has magic rules and stuff yeah. like that. Fairy tale, it'll have rules. Like in a fairy tale, you have the rule of okay, well. It, you can't do this. You can't do that because if you do that, it triggers this. Well, it's still in the but, MCU though. So yeah, I yeah, want to have the. I, I a get, little bit I of get explanation. what you're saying, <laughs> but I, I just it fits the the style and tone of the the movie. Okay. And, and it's true because throughout the entire movie, you feel like it's a, a Lion King. Mufasa grows up really fast, and you don't get to see all the in the middle things. Um, but it's not not Mufasa, but Simba. Yeah, that Simba thing. Mm. Um, but it. It does that at the beginning, but then it just starts going back and forth with mini flashbacks as you go along. So you see a little bit of where that growth might have happened, but it's more like Firefly book. You know, he's got skills. You don't know where they came from. You just kind of accept it. I like that. I like that a lot where you're watching the movie and all of a sudden you're thinking you're in an origin story. And then, oh, wait, no, he knows everything right now. (laughs) He is an accomplished martial artist. And even though he's not going out and actively killing people and, and doing the fighting stuff. He's keeping up his training. Yeah. And that was, yeah, I, it was a lot of fun. All of a sudden the bus fights happening. He was like, yeah, he starts doing the, the martial arts stuff and you're like, wait, why is he not like surprised that he can do this? And the, uh, <laughs> no, the guy who was live streaming the, that was hilarious. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> oh man. I love him as an actor. The, it delivers well. the, the guy who's live streaming. Yeah. Yeah. He was pretty perfect. I I just feel like they did such a good job with all the different pieces. Okay. So what did you think about abominations cameo? Kind of neat. Mm. Didn't care. <laughs> that was probably the weakest part. Is, yeah, it was. Cause it just doesn't really do much for the plot. No, and, but it's neat that they're keep acknowledging the incredible Hulk exists as a movie. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. it's in the MCU, you know. Well, and there were people talking about like, well, what does this mean about Agents of Shield because they said that he was in the prison the, the but this is way after Hydra. Well, but it looks like uh Wong was taking him back to a prison cell. Like it feels like I don't know if Wong was taking him back to a prison cell or if Wong was just taking him back to the Sanctum Sanctorium because that's where he hangs out with well, them. Well, it now. looks like a, it looked like through the portal it was like a cage. And so I think Wong is sneaking into like a shield base <laughs> and busting him out for <laughs> Moonlighting some fights. It could yeah. be. But he he was totally like I don't know if he's throwing the fight, but I want to know how Wong and him met. Like how does he there even is know about something that? weird going on? It just feels like I mean you're talking about like uh you know what what are the rules of souls? We have souls now, and I'm looking at this and just thinking, how does this how does this even work with Wong and, and Abomination? Is that that's Blonsky? Yeah. You know, but how- how does that uh, glass floor support his weight? These are the questions. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So in, in the last extra at the end, uh, Banner was Banner. He wasn't like the half hole. Yeah. And his arm was still in a sling. Though. Yep. Yep. And he's looking old. Yeah. <laughs> like, 
it's no like, judgment. Yeah, I know, but like from the last movie, man, he is looking aged. Between movies, now it yeah. could be the holographic technology. It could be. Could be poor lighting. <laughs> <laughs> Could be that they were just filming it during uh, COVID, and he shot that at home. And... He's su- he's supposed to be in She-Hulk, so no, he is. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So we'll see. I <laughs> sorry, Mark Ruffalo, but no, Ruffalo. well, between <laughs> between him and Wong, and you're just getting these people just dropping in, and you're like, no, stuff has happened <laughs> since yeah. we last saw them, and then they drop out, and it's just. We won't know what stuff has happened. And I wonder if they will put that scene of Captain Marvel in there where she's responding to something on the oh, thing. I uh, bet you we'll see the other side I of the I wouldn't be surprised at all. In yeah. the next movie. Yeah. Yeah. Fun I wouldn't stuff. be surprised at all. But yeah, I, I was surprised actually that they didn't have Doctor Strange. Yeah. There. He's, <laughs> they're probably like, he's going to, he's in everything right now. <laughs> like he's got enough screen time. We need somebody else. <laughs> and we were talking in the theater. This is the week of Wong. Yes. Because Wong appeared this week in a trailer, in a what if episode, and in this. Yes. All in this week. I think it's hilarious that his real name is BD Wong. <laughs> like, is how perfect is that? He, he, no, it's like he might have gotten the part just by, like, like wait, your real name is Wong? Well, what are you doing it? Like, you are hired. <laughs> Tell everyone else to go home. Yeah. We found our Wong. Well, because like you're, you're, you got to like narrow down to four people and like, wait, this guy's name is actually Wong. He's in. That's what happened with uh, Annette O'Toole in the Smallville audition. She was like doing this, uh, for Clark's mom, and then they realized she was in Superman three. Yeah, and they're like, oh well, yeah, you're in. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, she did do a good job. Yes, yeah, she did. She did in both those roles. Yeah. Uh. Okay. So. Final words then. We're at the house. I've, I've been in park for a little while. Didn't drive around the block mm. to keep things going, but I did take a wrong turn earlier. So, <laughs> or, or missed the turn rather. Mm-hmm. But uh, final words on Shang Chi. Oh, <laughs> well, there's one. His name. Yes, that we, we know it now. It really is, funny. They had a whole part about pronouncing it. So well, we not only that, like he, he, his fake name was Sean. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Shang. Good stuff. Yeah. You can remember that. That's easy. <laughs> Stuart is interrupting their very serious conversation. <laughs> so I'm very surprised, as last words, that um, this was higher than Black Panther. For me, Black Panther. Um, ooh, I cried during the movie. It was it was a great movie. Um, it sparked my imagination in a, in a lot of ways. That that this movie does in a different way, but it doesn't land the same way that Black Panther did. I, I really enjoyed the story, the delivery a lot more than Shang Chi, but I really enjoyed this movie. So that's my last word. And my last words will be, you know, I may have checked out at some parts in this movie, but you know, it's the MCU, so. I mean, I can check out any time I like, but I can never leave. Nice. <laughs> nice. Oh, I've been saving that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and... Those are probably my best last words of any podcast <laughs> we've ever getting, done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's not bad. That's not bad. Yeah, and I guess my final words are... Um, yeah, I mean, I've, I've said I really enjoy this movie, but this takes a lot of things from other movies that just 
where it just distills them into this one movie. Like I love superheroes. I love the Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon kind of thing. I love action set pieces like they had on the building in the bus, you know, and there's just clearly some moments where you're like, Oh, this is, we're going to be here for a while because they set it up, you know? And, um, but even then when the, the final battle turns into a CGI fest, I, I had been along for the ride and I just stayed along. And well, and that's also something that only the MCU can deliver in a Kung Fu genre movie, you know, like yeah, giant, yeah. well, at, not uh, only them, but in, in the way that only they can. Yeah. If that makes any sense. Yeah. So, yeah. So, final words. I really, really enjoyed this movie, and I can't wait to watch it again. And we'll be talking about about it on Welcome to Level 7 as well. And I am excited to see this guy in the Avengers. I think it's going to be sweet. Yeah, whenever that happens. <laughs> you never know when they're, what they're doing. Like, it's going to be him, Aquafina, the Fantastic Four. Who knows uh, what it's going to be. Doctor Strange. But... I don't know. Avengers All five. Three Captain Marvel. We might be waiting five years for Avengers five. Yeah. <laughs> really. I mean, they've got so many things planned. Keep calling it Avengers. I think they might call it New Avengers or Young Avengers. They're definitely setting up Young Avengers in Disney Plus. They yep. they have brought a bunch of Young Avengers characters into the Disney Plus stuff. Hawkeye's daughter. Uh, a Vision of Scarlet Witches. Children. Children. Yep. And uh, oh, even um, in Miss Marvel. Well, Ms. Marvel, but then even in uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, they set up um, the, the Patriot. Oh, and uh, young Loki, the variant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Who's not a young Avenger, but is in the Young Avengers series. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they're definitely setting up something with that. But movie-wise, I don't know. And, and maybe they won't do another team-up. Maybe just the team-ups are going to be in the movies. Here's Shang-Chi and he was talking, the actor who plays Shang-Chi was talking about how he really wants to see um, him teach Spider-Man martial arts. That would be sweet. Yeah. That would be very cool. Yeah. So. <laughs> so my other final word is thank you so much for listening. Thank you for spending time with us in our road trip and yeah, Godspeed. You've been listening to the Strangers and Aliens podcast, hosted by Ben Avery, Evan David, Steve McDonald, and Dr. Jason Neal. Our music was composed and mixed by Tim Leffel. We'd love for you to join the conversation by going to our website at strangersandaliens.com, where you'll find show notes, articles, reviews, and more. You can also email us directly at podcast at strangersandaliens.com. Or you can join our social media conversations by following us on Twitter, where we are at Strange and Alien, or liking us on Facebook at facebook.com slash strangersandaliens. Or leave us a voicemail by calling the Strangers and Aliens hotline. That number is 1-804-37-ALIEN. And once again, thanks for listening. I mean, I can check out any time I like, but I can never leave. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, I've been saving that. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>